Hello, everybody. It's uh, Dr. Stangy. I'm here with Smuts. I know we've missed a couple of weeks. Smuts but, uh, here. Smuts here. And this time is the first time that we're doing the uh, the podcast in person. Oh, in stop touching me. Yeah. Now I have to say I haven't seen I haven't seen Smuts for quite a while now. I'm just say Smuts, you look like shit. <laughs> Your hair looks terrible. You look like a fat bastard. That mustache you got really makes you look like a Mexican pedophile, honestly. And that's the show, folks. See it. See you next week. You look like a like running around with a packet of hot sauce trying to put it on somebody's ass. I guess the only thing I can say to you is you look like a monkey in clothes. And you. Whoa, whoa! No, no, no! You. He's white. He's he's white. Whoa, 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 whoa! As a black man, that's very offensive to me. He's not black, so it's okay to say it. Isn't it? Wait a second. Hold on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Aren't you whatever you identify as? No. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. No, there was Rachel Dawson, the NAACP woman. She was white. Everybody fucking still hated her. And she looked kind of black. I mean, from afar, like, you wouldn't be able to really tell. I'm black. You should not question somebody's race. Like, so you're, like, 5%? Like, I, 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 we all have some percentage. But, again, what, what constitutes, at what point can you claim being black? At what point can I claim being uh, Native American? I think it's 20 or 25%. I was, I was thinking about this in the car over here, actually. Funny that you bring this up. Because there's some there's some uh, black people that look like white people, you know. And and I actually saw this one. Uh, it was it was a, a black guy wearing a white lives matter shirt, or no, that was Kanye. That was Kanye, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kanye is black. But so what about like, I mean, if Elizabeth Warren can claim she's Native American uh, to get into Harvard, I can. I'm black. You are you. We've learned anything in twenty twenty two. You are what you identify as. I mean, I, I think if the mob accepts you as a black person, then yeah, you're black. But most likely, there's no mob that's accepting you as like. I you're more Middle Eastern than anything. What like, makes somebody black? What makes somebody what ma- the melanin in their skin? Scientifically, probably. So, uh, but anyways, you're getting off point. Uh, I just want to say you do look like shit. So, um, uh, you really need to take care of yourself better. Well, uh, what can I say? Um, just it's schmutzing, schmutzing around. So, what you got for us today? All right. So, uh, on my extensive notes, I have two words. Herschel Walker. You want to talk about Herschel Walker? Yeah, I. I what, what's the 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 appeal, right? First of all, is he black? Yeah. But so is Warnock. Uh huh. Okay. And who are you behind? Uh, Warnock. And why is that? Because he's a Democrat. Uh huh. And so you purely vote based on. Uh, I on love your... the establishment. So you bet purely on 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 party lines. 
Yeah, of course. What, you think I'm going to betray my own party? Think I'm some kind of crazy person? But why do you... What? So let's talk about it. What about Herschel Walker? What about Herschel Walker that I don't like? Yeah. Well, there was some stuff that came out that he, he paid... He, he talked about how black men aren't staying with their, you know, their woman and having kids and, and getting abortions. He's just saying all this stuff and he's, he's just a liar. Like he had, he, he gave money to his girlfriend to have an abortion. You know, he, he did that multiple times. So your problem is, is that he's a liar. Yeah. Yeah. He's a, he's a liar. And I would bet to say that uh, this other guy, Warnock, is also a liar. He's a politician. They're all liars. Yeah, but, you know, there, I mean, let's some say, people lie more than others, and it's clear to see Herschel Walker is a way bigger liar. You know, Warnock's been around for a lot longer than Herschel Walker has, and nothing nothing huge has come out. Sounds like, I agree with you, Herschel Walker is a liar, but here's my take on it. He lies about shit that's really easy to verify that he's lying about. Well, that's just because he's stupid. Right, or he's just so much of a compulsive liar that he can't he can't help himself. Well, I I think his brain I, I, I actually think the CTE has gone to his head. Yeah, he he's is. a little bit he's he's a little bit slower. Uh just a little bit. Kinda like you. Yeah, kinda like Well me. actually no, not like you, because you're a lot of it. He, but I agree with you, he is he does sound retarded <laughs> on, on the Well, stage. I wouldn't I, I no, but like, but actually, he he actually is just a step slower, and and he's but he's not the worst speaker. He, uh, the shit he says doesn't make any sense. It doesn't, but it doesn't have to. The, like the sentences are, are fine. Like the the structure is fine. It just it it doesn't really it doesn't really add on to each other. He, he just says like we have to defend America. You know, he's just like Trump. Do you think that has to do something with his race? No. What do you? What, you you're the one who keeps bringing race into I'm this. I'm asking a. I'm asking a question. That's all. I'm just trying to see what you think. I'm trying to see where your views lie. Oh, oh. So you want to see if I'm the racist here? Okay. Yeah. Are you a racist? That's interesting. No, I'm not. But I think we know who the racist is. I think well, it's easy to spot. Let's um. So I don't know if you guys are voting for in Florida. If you're voting for. Herschel Walker or or Warren. It's not Florida. Uh, Georgia, in Georgia. If you're in Georgia and you're voting for Warnock <coughs> or um, Herschel Walker, but I encourage everybody to really study the issues and make your um, decision based on the the character of the person, um, not necessarily the bullshit that they're saying there's only one football player that ever can you know be an okay politician and it was ford ford who's ford <laughs> it was whoever came after nixon after gerald ford yeah Ford. yeah ford he was a he was a quarterback he played in the nfl no he played college oh so he didn't, he didn't play in the nfl got it yeah but you know uh, st- still not everybody can pull it off athletes Unless you're like Arnold Schwarzenegger, like you can't really make was, it. Too but was far. he an athlete? Yeah. I mean, are are yes pumping iron people athletes? Yes. They're considered athletes. What? I, yeah. I mean, f- fucking gamers. Are, gamers are considered athletes. Nobody now. considers gamers. Yeah, athletes. they they consider themselves. Nobody considers gamers athletes. No. 
the mental energy that goes into Fortnite, holy shit. Are professional eaters athletes? Yeah. You think so? What, then you what think is, it's easy to put a bunch of weenies in your... Oh, actually, it must be easy what, for you. What, 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 what's an athlete then? What, what, how do you define an athlete? I would say um, somebody who, who takes on a challenge and becomes one of the best in the world at it. So a chess player is a... No, no, it, it's a physical challenge. It has to be a physical challenge. Yeah. And so, so if you're playing video games, you're moving your thumbs, so that's physical. If you're dancing, dancers are athletes. Okay. So something physical, and you're striving to be the best at it. Yeah. In some kind of competitive way. Yeah. All right. So golfing would be... Uh, golfers well, would nah, be, except those. Golfers would be athletes? Except golf. What about uh, race car drivers? Are they athletes? Yeah, uh, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think technically they, they are competitor yeah. eaters are, are athletes. Yeah. Uh huh. And dancers are athletes. Yeah. Parkour players are athletes. Ultimate frisbee players athletes. Yeah. All those are athletes. Uh -huh. But bodybuilding is is fucking hard. Yeah, but I was just trying to see if you can consider them an athlete. What about masturbating? <laughs> well, when I went pro. <laughs> How many times have you masturbated in one day? Today? No, in one single oh, day. Oh, uh, in one day. I, I, th I actually, I think six or seven. Six or seven times in one day? Yeah. How long did you spend? Before, before um, let's see. So I got the six done in about two hours. No, no, I, I spent the whole day. It was like, I, I definitely took a nap during the day. I have a friend who uh, called me one time. And he said that he needed help. He said that uh, he had masturbated 15 times that day and his dick was just all chafed and burned up. And uh, he was going to probably masturbate again uh, two or three times. Uh, and he had, he, masturbation was actually um, ruining his life. So he said, he thought maybe I need to go to some kind of Sexaholics Anonymous. They have Sexaholics Anonymous. And he said, um, he, he said, I'm going to try to go to these Sexaholics Anonymous, partly because he wanted to get, uh, you know, fix his problem, but he's also trying to find loose women to have sex with. So he was like, you want to go with me? I was like, hell yeah, I want to go with you. And them bitches is down to fuck, you know? Um, so, but the Sexaholics Anonymous people, they're not stupid. Obviously, they know that, you know, we're not the first jerk. Yeah, they were like, what, who is this virgin? What is this virgin doing here? Right. So <laughs> you can't just go to Sexaholics Anonymous. You can't look up where the, the, the meetings are. They're like, they're like kept secret hidden locations in a vault. And they only, they, they only announce it like, you know, one hour before. And you can't just get the location. You got to go meet with their psychologist and psychotherapist and get, uh, you know, get vetted to make sure that you're... Um, you're really into it because they don't want people coming to Sexaholics Anonymous and taking care of, uh, taking advantage of um, the uh, promiscuous people there. Yeah, it's probably they, they probably want to make sure there's an even amount of girls to guys because you don't want to have a sausage fest at one of those things. No, probably not. So what you got on the agenda for us? Okay, so Herschel Walker. Uh, so thumbs up or thumbs down for Herschel? Yeah. So okay, this is this is what I think about Herschel. He, Herschel, he, he's a football player. Like he, he looks good. He looks in he's in good shape. 
uh, very buff looking dude. In terms of attractiveness, I think it's all there, and and he he can speak and all this stuff. But no, what? he can't speak. He sounds like. He's, I mean, he he can physically speak. Like he can't really formulate the barely, the best barely. you know sentences, but he's just enough there. Um, so I I mean I think that I think Warnock I think that he could beat another um, another person, but not Warnock. Warnock's a good candidate. He's a preacher. That means right. <laughs> he cheats on his wife. <laughs> no, he's probably fucking the kids in his. No, that's no. He's not a cat. Uh, oh, wait, is he a Catholic? You think Catholics are the only ones no. who fuck their their? No, students? preachers don't. Preachers are able to have sex. They still fuck their students. What the fuck? You you? Aren't you a fucking professor? You do? You fucking you fuck your students? What the fuck are you talking about? I don't have any students. And if I did, <laughs> you know, if you're asking me if some hot dandy was like, oh, you know, fuck me, eh, I'll let you fuck me for, you know, an A on the uh, midterm, for example, I would probably say to her, first of all, I'd try to lowball her. I'd be like, you think you're A material? <laughs> no, no, no. Best I'll do is I'll give you a B. And she's gonna say I need an A. I'm like You're gonna have to come you're gonna have to come correct then. Uh come with more than that. And then she'd say, What if I let you fuck me in my ass? And then I'd say, I'll give you a B plus for that. <laughs> you know, I'd try to I try to like rag her down, bring her down and and ride that shit, get as much as I can from it. Did you just say like, oh, but your, your friend Rachel only asked me for a C plus? <laughs> you know, you know, I'm not gonna give out an A for some, just for some, just sex. Like, come on, get the fuck out of here. I mean, okay, maybe like 25 years ago that would have slid, but not today. As soon as you know what's gonna happen, you're gonna give her a B plus, and right after she's gonna report you to the fucking principal. There's gonna be a whole thing, and she's gonna get A's for the rest of the semester. Probably. Yeah, hundred percent. Here's something interesting. Uh, let me see your computer here. I'm gonna show you something really interesting. Give us a topic while I'm gonna show you. This is very interesting. Um, man, take us away while I I Google this. I want to show you something. So you got Kanye West. He goes on Twitter and he starts saying all this, you know, like anti-Semitic shit. And then he gets his, he gets his, you know, Twitter deleted by Mark Zuckerberg. Or no, no, Instagram or whatever. By Mark Zuckerberg, who's Jewish. So I I really hope that people don't start thinking that, you know, Kanye's right. Because Kanye's talking about how he's being censored and then he ends up getting censored. I think that... I, I'm kind of on the fence. I think that people should be able to kind of say some crazy stuff, um, you know, and have the rest of the world just call them out on it. But to, to remove it, it's still there. It's still on the internet. So if they're trying to make a statement that we don't accept, we don't tolerate this, like, I, I that makes sense. You, you know, freedom of speech, you're not allowed to say hateful comments. But where do we draw the line is what I'm saying. It, Kanye has two billion dollars. He has so much fucking power, and he, you know we have to. We can't just take his words like, "Oh, he's just fucking crazy." Like, 
Well, he does have mental problems, but but is there anything truthful in what he's saying? No. Are you sure? No. Is it, what, what I'm saying is, if he's saying it's broad, right? He's saying, oh, the, 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 he's saying that the Jew, Jewish people are censoring me or whatever, and then but he he, he end up getting censored by a Jewish person, but that's not like aside from that, no. I mean, people people like to think that the Jews are in charge of this whole agenda. No, it's it's more than just the Jews. Je- Je- it's everybody. Everybody's in he charge. Also, it's not like a select group of people that's making this. No, it's a lot of people are upset with fucking racism and homophobia and you know anti-Semitism. A lot of people are upset, so it's all grouped into one thing. We don't want to have hate. The people that are upset are the ones that have the voice. The people that don't care about it don't speak up as much. So it makes sense that, you know, it makes sense. Here's the deal. Uh, he also went on some podcast um, yesterday or the day before, and he was saying that he watched Candace Owens' uh, new documentary about George Floyd, and now he understands that George Floyd died of a drug overdose, and that if you look at that video, he said that the, that man didn't even have his neck on his knee on George Floyd's neck, and that this is all a hoax. Um, it was a hoax created by Black Lives Matter so they could uh, steal money from people. Yeah, and th- th- that's fucking ridiculous. Every, I mean, is Kanye West a race traitor? Uh, I no, I don't. I, I think that it's it's beyond it's beyond race. So you're saying no, he's not a race traitor. No, I don't think that. No, no, no I'm saying we shouldn't think of it in that way because. Like, if we start thinking that it's like everybody's racist, racist is inherent, and the education be, uh, of racism isn't, you know, shouldn't be like, oh, only white people can be racist. Black people can be just as racist to black people. I'm, I'm gonna straight out say right now, Kanye West is a race traitor. He's an Uncle Tom. He should go back to the cabin. Yeah, well, then you're a race traitor. Why am I a race traitor? Because you fight, you know, because you, <laughs> you're against white people. I'm not against white people. Well, I mean, no, no, because you're not fighting for white people or whatever. You're not fighting for... If you were fighting for your own cause, you'd be voting, uh, you know, conservative. Kanye West is a race traitor. I'm saying it right here. Yeah, but... Kanye, I hope you hear this. Fuck you. You used to be awesome. Uh, You were really deep years ago when you did, like, college dropout. Okay, if if someone voted... And I'll tell you, the, the dark twist... Kanye West's dark twisted fantasy is my number one hip-hop album of all time. That album was banging. Still is banging, but... I, okay, this, if someone someone who doesn't support... A white person who doesn't support affirmative action, or, or that does support affirmative action, is he a race traitor? No. Why? He's not. Because affirmative going, action helps, going around, helps other races. But going around, like, trying to say that, you know, uh, parroting this uh, right-wing... Talking points. It's clearly not true that the, the guy didn't have his neck on George, his knee on George Floyd's neck. That saying all this stuff, like all this, he's definitely a race traitor. And that, and I'm thinking that one of two, one a couple of things have happened. Uh, somehow they've got some kind of parasite they put into people's brains, and uh, you know, turn them. Or more likely, you've heard about the uh, reptilian conspiracy, right? You know about that, right? Yeah, I know. It's fucking crazy. It's fucking crazy. If okay. anybody's a reptile, 
Where's Kanye? Do you, okay, okay. I, I have a question. Do you think that a race trader knows, it needs to know that he is a race trader? Like, he's doing it on purpose. Like, he's trying to, like, betray his own race. He knows it, and he's actively fighting against uh, African Americans. I think Kanye West knows what he's doing. No. I, I, I 100% disagree. I think that he is, he believes that what he's doing is the same thing as some as some white people are doing. They believe that there's the racism today, it's a fantasy, and and people are getting mad for no reason. I, I actually, th- I believe that they believe that. What about Candace Owens? She knows what the fuck she's doing. Yeah, Candace Owens, I think. Yeah, because Candace Owens is trying to make money. The, the difference between Kanye and Candace Owens, Kanye is, is trying to get something else. Like, Kanye's already made it, and so he's he's bought into the delusion. Right. And that's why he's no no he bought into the delusion and that's why he's saying all this stuff. I think that he actually believes it. I think he thinks so Kanye that Kanye West is a mentally ill person. Yes, that the uh, the the right wing are taking advantage of. Yeah. Uh, so Candace Owens is a race trader who is who is manipulating Kanye West on behalf of her her masters. Well. Okay, when we start thinking that people are race traders, you know, it, it, it'll come to a time where it's like, well, okay, wouldn't it be better for there to be just as many racist black people as white people? Being a race trader doesn't mean that you're racist. It just means that you're, you're you know, you agreed with me. But why can't, why, oh, okay, Owens, why, why are white people allowed to be conservatives and not black people? Because they're 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 race traders. Why, no, why is that allowed? Why why is it allowed for white people? I I'd say that saying race trader is to is is actually racist. I know exactly what I'm saying. No no, but saying Kanye race trader is an Uncle Tom Jigaboo. What the fuck? Beep. <laughs> you can't say that. Okay, listen. You start saying that. Oh, you can't you can't think this way because you're black. It's like it's 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 just a step below racism. It's a step below racism. You're setting it up. You're like these are these people. You need to vote for your own kind. I stand by what I said, and that holds for Candace Owens too. She's also an Uncle Tom Jigaboo. They should have some kids and call them Jigaboo. Okay, so 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 black people who vote uh, Republican, right? They're race traders. No. No. So black people that support White Lives Matter are race traders. Yes. Okay. How? Because they should be supporting Black Lives Matter. No, but okay. What if what if uh, what if you know what if a, a black person watched the whole documentary by Candace Owens talking about how Black Lives Matter is siphoning money off of you know from this cause is not helping black people. It's doing the exact opposite. It's making it's it's burning black businesses down. What if what if that's what Candace Owens you know is that being a race trader? I'm saying to call someone a race trader, I think they knowingly have to be doing Candace it. Candace Owens is knowingly doing it. I believe that Candace Owens is. But I'm saying that there's a Fine. lot of other black people that are just buying into it. And that doesn't mean that they're a race trader. They could be thinking that this is better for their race. So they're just individuals. You're saying a lot of these people are just dumbass individuals that have been tricked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, yeah, 100%. But but listen, we can call it. We can call them dumbasses, let's right? Let's call Candace but, Owens but the race I think trader. it's very... Well, let's get on the same page. Right here, uh-huh. right now, let's put on the record... How you feel about Candace Owens? I think she's that Ken- a race trader. I think that she is a race trader because I think she's doing this stuff maliciously. 
She's trying to make as much money as possible. She's trying to be in the media, and that's that's her whole job. She's she's uh, yeah, like she's trying to instigate all of this these issues. And Kanye, she's West, like the Tommy Lauren of you know. Right, and so Kanye West is just some mentally ill black guy that they're taking advantage of. Well, Kanye's Kanye's reality is you know he, he needs some psychological help. No, he. I don't. I, I. He. He can't listen to anybody. He's too far gone. He needs psychological help. Yeah, but he's not going to listen to a psychiatrist. He's the only person that can be right. I mean, it's so clear. It's so. It's so easy to read Kanye because he's just so fucking angry all the time. He's mad for a reason. He's not. He. He. He believes that he's a messiah. He jokes about being Jesus, being God. Right. He believes he's God. And and he's just going to take advantage of more because he he had people. In his life, that cared about him, but everybody that cared about him is jumping ship. They're like, "Yo, I can't deal with this shit." So all he's all he has now is uh, people that are trying to take advantage of him for some purpose, and he's lonely and he has nobody. I don't. People can try to influence him a little bit, but he's 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 just a fucking snowball, like you know, headed towards a, a cliff. Like, I, it's not really taking advantage. You can't take advantage of somebody who who really physically can't listen like he can't really listen to people i'm surprised that he was able to watch the whole documentary like he he's making these loops in his head it's a, it's a different way of thinking if you believe that racism isn't a thing because he's grown up right and, and like as a billionaire and billionaires don't have regular the regular lives of, of, of a, an african-american like or a regular American. He's a billionaire and so everybody loves him and so he's like, "Oh, there's no racism." No, everybody pretends to love him. Sure, yeah, sure, sure, but he has he has some very loyal fans that just praise him. And so he's used to that and so he doesn't he doesn't live in the regular world. And so in his world there is no racism because racism didn't stop him. And so he makes all these conclusions because of that. To me, if you lived in a world where there was no racism and you see what's going on after George Floyd, wouldn't you wouldn't you think that might be the problem that people are like I mean I there, it's a train of thought that I that I understand it's it's fucking wrong but if you actually believe there was no racism not that you're maliciously if you actually believe there was no racism would you be doing some of the stuff Kanye's doing if you have a billion dollars I wouldn't be doing the stuff Kanye's doing and and I'll tell you like I said Kanye's responsible for in my opinion what is the greatest hip-hop album of all time that dark twisted fantasy yeah he's also responsible for what i consider is the worst hip-hop album of all time that fucking album Jesus. yeah when yeah. i when i heard that and donda uh, yeah donda was terrible but uh Jesus was just like otherworldly terrible and when i listened to that i said the title fits because as soon as i started listening to that, i was like Jesus, what is this shit I mean, that album was, like, just plain terrible. Yeah, and, and so th think about it. He's peaked. This is something that happens. Y but that, that's, his, that's his bipolar nature. Like, he, does the, he made the best album ever and then the fucking worst album ever. Yeah, yeah. But, but no, it's been, it's been, like, eight years since he's, he's you know, been peaking. He, he peaked for, like, maybe, like, six years or whatever. But he's been out of the loop for so long. And now that he started being political on, on the wrong, you know, aisle... All of his friends are getting. Uh, all of his friends, his closest people, like are getting mad at him. No, they're, and, they're ditching him. They don't want to. Yeah, they're ditching him. him. And and so he's in, lonely. He's ex isolated. Exactly. And in his perspective, that could be fuel. That could be fueling the anger because he's like, oh, 
it's the Jews. It's the all all these people that are responsible for me losing all my friends because I'm just speaking from my heart, which is it's insanity. But that's the train of thought. He's using that as anger. To that's why he's so passionate about this. He's just delusional. He's mixing all this shit together. So he all all these celebrities are are falling and then you know are, are all leaving him. And now, and he has no fame. Not, nobody likes his music. And instead of blaming himself, he would prefer to blame the Jews. Now, let me tell you, anybody listening, uh, I do encourage you. The his albums. There's there was college dropout banging. I'm gonna late, late registration banging. Graduation. This is banging. a God's dream. Those three albums were all freaking great yeah, then then he did then he did that terrible 80s love song album that was terrible uh then he made the dark twisted fantasy that was that was the best album yeah. hip-hop album i think that was and the last good one man. no he made the life of pablo that was oh the, that was after doctor that was also the, uh, the life of pablo uh everything else College dropout uh yeah but he's so he's about 50 50 he's done about 50 apparently the albums have been banging the other 50 have been trash yeah but but the majority of that, that other 50% has been like the last six years. Yeah, most of the... Most like of, three albums, I think, in the last six years. And the other stuff he produced also has been trash. He did he did a Nas album that was trash. He did a, uh, a, a, a Pusha T album that was trash. He did uh, um, the uh, Kid Cody album that was trash. I, I, think that, I think that what happens to a lot of artists, right, If any or anybody who gets too much power... They start to get like to spoil, like everybody has a shelf life for that kind of power. Like they 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 tap into it and it, it's used to make their music better until the point where they they actually delude themselves. They they're they're so far away from their humanity that they start like you know th their music just turns to shit. Right. That's what happened to Kanye. He 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 had like about like eight years where you know the confidence was actually good in his music because he started off. He started off like having this excessive amount of confidence when he w he wasn't successful. He, he he like it took him a long time. It was really hard for him to get where he was, and he was always the guy behind the scenes because he wasn't the most attractive, you know. And he didn't have all the connections. He was just a poet. Yeah, he was doing beats for Jay Z. Yeah, I, he did a I, lot I know, of but on that blueprint. That's I know, but he was behind. He was still behind the scenes. Like that that is huge. But for someone like him, he like where he is now is who, where he always wanted to be. And there was a long time where he wasn't there, and he was behind all of these other people that were said to be so, like you know that he was supposed to praise. And he, he and so that must be some of the fuel that he has. He wants to he, he like he still fight he, he's still fighting um, for himself. Like he's always had to. Check this microphone. I think there's something wrong. Let's check, check. I hope everybody can hear us okay. I want to jump to something else. I want to show you here. In, uh, in 1980, roughly there, the powers that be were trying to... Where'd this go? Uh, where, where's this page go? The powers that be were trying to convince everybody that crime was going up. The Republicans at the time, Reagan, and uh, they... Crime was actually going down, but in the 1980s, they were trying to convince everybody going up. So they did a scare campaign where they're trying to uh, get women, especially to be scared of rape. And during that time period, there were like um, hundreds of uh, of pussy booby traps that were um, 
<laughs> that were patented. Wait, what? You know what a booby trap is? Yeah. You know, you crawl into the hole. Yeah, and kaboom, yeah. And it like slices you up. What there the were hundreds fuck? of. Yeah, I, I encourage everybody to do a Google of like, uh, I don't know if it's going to show up as pussy booby traps, but maybe anti-rape oh vagina devices, oh something like that. Fuck. But there's hundreds of them. And many of them were like, uh, like there were like dozens of them that were like, uh, they had razor blades on them. And so you'd put this device oh inside your vagina that would, uh, it was a booby trap for, it was a penis booby trap. That's fucked up. So you can you imagine like you're 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 the rapist and you're like I'm gonna get me this I'm, I'm gonna get this piece of pussy and then you stick your dick in and and it gets all like sliced up. I honestly you know if I had a daughter or wife I'd probably give her, I'd give him I'd give him one of those. You'd let her use the pussy the pussy. Yeah, because fuck that fuck the dude. Like, like, look look do you don't you think rapists should be castrated anyway? Probably. Yeah. So. <clears throat> I think it makes sense. And actually, I went to this thing, uh, Medieval Times, it had a museum. And in the museum, for like 600, 700, 800 years ago, they had these these devices. Like, like um, it was like it was just like a mouse trap for for your ding dong, and it, it would it would rip it up, it would rip it to shreds. But they did that for different reasons. Like if you masturbated too much, or like <laughs> uh, they 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 treated um... well the chastity belt. That was a real thing, wasn't it? Yeah. Do you do you uh, condone using chastity belts on your daughter? <laughs> no, no. I mean, no, 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 no. I would. Oh, uh, I see what you say. You no, 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 no. I wouldn't. I Why wouldn't not? say. I would say, but you wouldn't use a chastity belt on your daughter. Like, like force, like, like to force her to wear one. Yeah. No, fuck, no. Why not? Because it's not. Because that's fucking wrong. Because no, it's, it's okay. wrong. Just until like age eighteen. Yeah, no, I no. You don't I, want every little. You don't want every Jack trying to fondle your Jill, do you? Yeah, but but so, I guess it's like it, it, it's it's um, I have the responsibility of a father uh, to protect my daughter, but uh, I think that goes past the protection, making her forcefully wear, you know, to wear a chastity belt against her will. That's messed up. She, you know, I, why we make kids do a lot of things. You know what? I, I I would get a chastity belt for the house. Or whatever, and I would say if you need one, it's here. I think that's you know, but you can't just force it. She's not your fucking property. You might want to go back to, to those days, you know. Uh, Aren't <laughs> kids considered property? No. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm sure. Are you sure? In the in the U.S. of A. In some states, they are. I think. Like Alabama. Probably. Mississippi. <laughs> if anybody from Mississippi is listening here, your state is the fucking worst. They ain't shit in Mississippi. You suck. You're probably stupid and inbred. And if you're not, you should get the fuck out if you can. The, fir the first oppressed people were women. Says who? I mean, because Adam and Eve. <laughs> no, no, no. But, but seriously, the first oppressed. Like, even before people start... Because even in different races, you know, like one race White would oppress the other. White people are the first oppressed people. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Where, where did people come from? Africa. Uh-huh. And so what they do, they they came out of Africa and they what? They went into uh into up into Europe and did what to the Neanderthals. Oh, they uh, the, the Neanderthals were white. They were European, yeah. How how do you know that? 
They can measure like your skin, like I, I, like they they can take your DNA. Like I'm convinced there are some at least half Neanderthal people around. Have you ever have you ever met somebody that has that big old brow ridge and those giant ocular sockets and that smashed nose? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of Google like, Neanderthal. Some, some inbred people look like that. I've I've I, I fucked this girl once. That I'm sure she was half Neanderthal. Really? I mean, by the baseline, she had the. If you look at Neanderthals, they have a really high, uh, they have that high eye bridge there, and they have a smashed nose. <laughs> Doctor Z was like, "And I know because that was the best head I've ever had in my life." And I'm I'm sure that uh, you know, and and let's face it. Oh my God, this he looks just like you. <laughs> he looks like me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Oh shit! Why don't you talk Dr. Stinky's in the editor. Dr. Stinky's in the editor. Holy shit. This one. This one. Oh god. That doesn't look anything like me. <laughs> this is you. This is you. Okay. If you want to think about how Dr. Stinky. I, this is what I, I said. Uh, you know, a, a monkey in a suit. Hey, why are you saying. No, no, a white monkey. I, I... My gosh. I. You shouldn't call. Uh, I find that very offensive. No, you know what? This is this is messed up. Okay. Yeah, no, I think it's... Why can't people say monkeys anymore? Because, like, that's you being racist for making the comparison. Because, I, you know, the other day I actually heard someone say monkey, and it was about, like, a... Like a I don't know. An like actual a, monkey. Yeah, an actual monkey. And the first thing that popped in my head was like, oh, she's... Ra- She's that's racist. You're racist. Exactly. But you're doing. That's what I'm saying. That's like, why is monkey like? That's that's messed up. Because human beings look like monkeys. Because monkeys are pretty much human. Like chimpanzees are humans. So I, I, you know, I mean, Trump looks like an orangutan. Do you think there's any uh, any validity to certain races being smarter than other races? <laughs> no, that's a serious question. That certain races? No. Then explain it, it, to me how not. the Asians are doing so well. Because they they're pri- prioritizing education. They're forced. They're forced to. You know, if you go to if you go to um, a rural area, the, the testing is normally less because there's less regulations. I mean, in, in the people US get away. The Asians are kicking in rural area in rural areas. I, I'm sh- I'm sure that the Asians in more you know. More urban areas are doing better than the rural. I I, I think that it, it's just education. You take any race. What it is is we wanna we wanna measure IQ by by putting like a hundred people of, of a certain race, and we don't. But we don't measure the education system in doing that. And like it's you know it, it's kind of ridiculous to think oh genetics. It, it, I'm gonna go on a limb here and say that probably, and I'm not I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say. Who is smarter or less smart than others? Because that I don't know. Uh, and like 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 uh, Smut said, it's got to do with opportunity and education, you know, and verse and and the and the, the way that we frame those tests, they're they're rigged. So like certain people are going to do worse, and other people are going to do. So I get that. So if we throw that out and we just say, I'm going to say that probably there are certain races that are smarter than others because that's the way things work. Whenever you have a, a, a list of things, there's always going to be one of those 
categories no, that going to be the top that, and one's going to be on That doesn't No, no, no. Let me explain. Okay. That this is how that makes no fucking sense whatsoever. It makes sense. No, no, no. It, literally no fucking sense whatsoever, okay? Because the human the brain is the most fucking co- it's as complex as the fucking universe. Right. It has fucking So we're trying to figure out, we're trying to be okay, there's some brains that are really better than others. No. We all learn Every like we learn in different ways, and what we're taught since fucking day one, we're fucking learning. So I, I, I mean, Some, it makes more sense to think that everybody starts off this kind of the same and just look. Like, I'm not saying that I'm not saying that a particular race is on the top or bottom. You know, white people could be on the bottom of that very well if if we had some kind of where it was even across the board. Everybody had the same opportunity. I'm sure you would find that somebody was. Had a better brain. I would say. I would say that because it's genetics. So somebody's genetics is gonna have yeah, a better but that's physi- than somebody else. Physical, physical and mental. Uh, you know, it's two different things. It's I, not. I, the brain is like a someone thing. could be taller. Somebody. So the brain is a physical thing. So some race is gonna have more connections. Okay, so then or less connections okay, so, so or more neurons. Do you think one neurons. race survived better than another one? And that's why, like, that's why there's they they would be smarter. No, every single race had to survive in different ways, and so. Your brain, I mean, after after a while, we all kind of have the same level I'm of survival. One race probably has a better brain than some other race. But how is that? Pro- and how I can't is it tell you. I can't tell you. I can't tell you what race has a better brain because I don't think anybody can say that. You know, you know that the reason why the Europeans were ahead was just because they exchanged more information across farther places. I'm not saying the Europeans have a better brain. I'm saying nobody, I don't think we know who has a better yeah, brain. Yeah, but, but if you say, think about it philosophically, like, it, it makes I mean, sense. I know I have a better brain, but like, you know, that doesn't mean that all of my race, I just happen to maybe be on the tippy top of my race and brains. No, so, I mean, you, like, you, you, could, you could go, you could go, you could go and you could be like the, you know, the, the the greatest memory on this stuff, but you're never going to be able to pick up on social cues. You're always going to be autistic. You know, I, I like, so our, our brains, they all balance out, oh, no offense, but our, our brains always balance out in different ways. You know, like, and that's the thing. That's the thing. It, 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 it's just how you're raised. It's, it's your survival mechanisms to survive. So if you, if you were raised in a place where it was more physically demanding, then you probably would end up being less smart because you had to, you, you were thinking about physical hardware. things. Somebody's got better hardware than somebody else. Just like some computers got more no, but it's not processing it, power than other computers. So, so there's, there's like 0.1% of the population that are like geniuses. Don't get me wrong that I'm saying that I'm labeling and saying one race is smarter or stupid than the other. That's not what I'm saying. Well, that is what I'm saying as far as hardware capacity. Yes. But I don't know who has the best capacity. But we're talking about, we're we're talking about like genes, right? And, and like how different places survive, like survive. Like, I I mean, everybody just survive, just survival has enhanced, like, the, the are the strongest mentally and physically have survived, and so I wouldn't they, see how that's different. Yeah, I'm looking at you and I'm starting to question <laughs> that. I question that sitting here with you. So um, I've thought I've thought that in in um, in just the animal kingdom, the more biodiversity that you know different animals, like the farther they reached, the the better off they were because in like inbreeding is actually you know causes all these like. You know, physical disabilities and mental disabilities. So, 
I mean, I, 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 mean, I think I'm gonna that... jump in there. I'm, I'm gonna give up a little bit of a my first blowjob. It was from my cousin. No. Yes. <laughs> Fucking awesome, right? Jesus Christ! <laughs> Fucking awesome. What the fuck? You just aired it all out. This is this is what this podcast was really all about. He had one secret that he he was weighing on his whole life, and he finally got the chance to say it from she was first real, or second cousin. She was a real slut too. First or second cousin. First cousin. Jesus Christ! Why does that matter? It's only, it does. What do you mean? Why does it matter? It only only time it matters is if you're having kids. Or no, because what you know, you might not have a family reunion with your second cousin. You're definitely having a family hey, reunion man. with your first cousin. Jesus Christ! A dick, a dick is a dick. A mouth is a mouth. And let me tell you something. She um. She was a real. She was actually <laughs> talking about somebody who's got less hardware in in their brain in their heads. She had like. Slow hardware, and she. What the fuck? Had, so you, yo, yo what are you saying? She had slow hardware, and um. You got a blowjob from your slow first cousin. Yeah, and she. Uh, That's she, fucking um, terrible. By the time she was like twenty-one, she had like four kids from like four different fathers. Oh my god! And uh, then I she get, had like did a you fifth do any kid, gene tests? And on then her? she she had a fifth kid. This this is she. Um, her last kid, she met some, she met some guy on the internet who lived in Canada, right? Uh, in like Ottawa or something. She lived in South Carolina or North Carolina. And she was just like, she met him on the internet and she's like, oh yeah, I'll drive to see you. She threw her three kids in the car. They were babies. Drove all the way up to fucking Ottawa or someplace for one night. And to meet this guy for one fucking night. She drove like 48 hours with three kids in the car to meet some guy she met on the internet in Canada. And she got pregnant from that one fucking night. Had another baby. What the fuck? Is she... Damn. Yep. She gave... Uh, I think my... I think her father is raising two of the kids. Or raised two of them. I think maybe two of them she gave up for adoption. Um... I One of them. So, I feel so bad. What's her number again? <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's actually that's. I don't know what she looks like anymore. She might be disgusting. She probably is now. <laughs> like, cause that shit takes a toll on you, man. I think one of them turned out to be a heroin addict and went to jail. Uh, the other was like super slow, and um, and you know my my uncle was kind of a weirdo too. He uh, he was like this hippie who. Like, hitchhiked across the country. He tells all these stories with no underwear, and like he would like his crazy stories he would tell. But he met he met his wife. This is how he met his wife. He was working at the suicide hotline, and she called in. Oh my! God. And I guess I I don't know how that conversation went, but like that's how he met her. So I, I mean I, I can imagine the conversation. Hello, I'm gonna kill suicide hotline. I'm gonna kill myself. Oh, don't do that, baby. Like, let's go. Let's. That's let's some, that's so unethical. <laughs> that's so. You you just what? Why don't? You, you know, like it would have been better for for him to to wait outside a fucking mental institution. You know, for the people a fucking prison or something. You know, when when a woman's at her fucking lowest and just he's the he's the fucking the they carpet got, that she sits there. Stands on. Lasted though. He was, you know, and, and in some ways he was ahead of his time. In some ways, because, like, he, he's a nurse. 
And when he became a nurse, there weren't any, there were very few male nurses. Now there are many male nurses, but at the time it was only a female job. And his, 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 uh, plan was to, uh, meet a female doctor and marry her. But then he met suicide hotline lady. And my aunt, she's fucking retarded, man. She's like vegetable retarded. Oh, really? I mean, she's not. Was it, the, was it drugs or? I don't know. No, I don't think so. I don't think. I mean, I don't know. Uh, but let's talk about the ethics. Is it ethical <laughs> to uh, no. date somebody no. from suicide hotline? No. What if that's what she needed? What if that was what she needed? Yeah. What if that's what she needed? Sometimes, sometimes people need that. Okay, so you okay? Well, you say she's a fucking vegetable now. Like, I mean, she's really stupid. She she's really stupid. I think she was stupid then. But what if that's what they need? Like, what if she was like, that's what she and he was just so clueless. You know in. what? Okay, even if that were the case, it would be like one out of a hundred cases. The ninety-nine other cases would be like end up like Jeffrey Dahmer. Like, uh, for anybody else, it would be. And bad. this is in the seventies, man. It's a different, different world back then. You know, like yeah, different, different ethical. Standards. Yeah, people people fucking took people into cars and they just got their livers eaten. I'm like, saying, look, all I'm saying is that it's easy to judge, but we don't know. Maybe that's what she needed. No, I mean, they're on principle, still married. Okay, somebody who, yeah, they're still married, but somebody who would be like listening, like, oh, she's she has a hot voice, like on the suicide hotline, like is clearly not doing their job effectively. They're weird though. Uh, I their kids are fucked up because um, they're like these crazy Christians. And they're like, they would only, like, they couldn't watch TV. They could only watch, like, Bible stories. And they could only read Bible story books. And they weren't allowed to, like, like, they couldn't watch the Smurfs because it was had witchcraft in it. And, like, they were, like, this crazy fucking what Christian. The fuck? Yeah, that, that's why they're, the kids are all fucked up. In my, in my opinion, that's why they're all fucked up. So, that's what I think. But how is that bloody <laughs> Well, you know. I mean, how did that even come to fight? You had a fuck. You had to have been at a fucking family gathering. You sick fuck. Yeah, I was at a family reunion. What are you gonna do? You, you think? Come on, man. So I'm gonna put this out there. Any 15 year old kid that he's gonna get a blowjob, he's. Not, it doesn't matter if it's cousin. He's not gonna turn it down. Even if you think that you're gonna turn it down, your dick won't let you turn it down. You, you think you might be thinking. Oh, your brain's gonna be saying, "Oh, dude, that's my cousin. I shouldn't do that." Which really doesn't even matter. You know what I bet? I, you know what and, I bet? But all the blood's gonna rush from your head. You know what I think? You sick car. fuck. I think that if she was, she looked exact same, same person, everything. But if she was your second cousin, you wouldn't have accepted the blowjob. You sick fuck. You, you were like, "Oh, I got to, I got to have it." Like, I don't think there's anything. Honestly, if uh, you know, if you're not. The problem is, is you have kids. That's what the problem is. So if somebody's not having kids, what's the difference? If you oh, have a brother, there is that. Or that is there is that uh, conversation that. If I have a brother, let's say a brother and sister, they say, you know what, I, we want to get married because we love each other, mm -hmm. and they say, you know what, we'll, uh, I'll get a hysterectomy, I'll get my my, I'll get my my dick snipped. Why the fuck shouldn't they be able to get married? The problem is, that, the problem is that when you have kids, because you get retards. So I guess I guess, yeah I guess I guess that makes sense. Like, should cousins be able to get married and have kids, and should it be socially acceptable? It's about having kids that's the problem. That's why the inbreeding because you can't. Yeah, what if you get genes? You know, there's gene splicing now. Like you could. 
So there was, uh, I read this uh, one thing about um, this woman and, and man who were engaged to get married. They were both adopted. And they were like, you know what we'll do? They didn't, neither of them knew who their parents were. So they said, you know what we'll do? We'll give ourselves a, a like a wedding gift for each other. We'll both get, you know, hire a private investigator to figure out who our parents are. Well, what do you think the result was? They were like, they were like cousins. They were brother and sister. No fucking way. Yeah, they were brother and sister, and they found that out, and so they uh, they called the wedding off. Seriously? Well, I mean, yeah, they called the wedding off. It was, it, that ruined their relationship, uh, romantic relationship, anyways. I mean, and well, how do you do? You think this is like a, a travesty? I think it's good they found out because if they were gonna have kids, they get some some fucking inbred motherfuckers. Yeah, but it's like, but also, you know, there's still people, even inbred. Are there? <laughs> yes. Are there people? Let's yes. Say... No. 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 So no. 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 Yeah, they still are. Should we consider every human being a person? Yes. We should. Okay, so let's say let's say the percentage chance, like if you have like kid, Harvey Weinstein, you... should we consider him a person? Yeah, like people can be monsters. You think that we should? So you think that we should say, yeah, he's he's a person too, and try to humanize him and say, oh, try and say, oh, maybe he's not that bad. Maybe maybe he. Uh, I think that I think that or Hitler. I think that him using he used his power and influence to uh, you know to get you know crazy sick twisted things out of out of woman attractive woman. Uh, and I think that that if we just say that's a monster, that's not that's that's disingenuous to everybody else, and it's not learning from you know what it is. Human human beings in a position of power can abuse that power. What about Hitler? And, should, we, should we should we consider him a person? I mean, I, if we don't if we don't consider these people uh, him as a person, then we then we don't we can't understand. You know why they did what they did, and we can't fix the next person. We can't develop a system to stop somebody like that. I think I, so. It's important. We're all run by people, and, and even the worst people, the worst people show a sliver of 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 just a regular person's problems, where power goes to your head. And if you if you believe that you're doing something for a just cause. You 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 can you can hurt a lot of people to, to get that cause to get that cause. You know, Harvey Weinstein might be thinking it's like, oh, it's all worth it because the because look how good the movie. I'm making everybody so happy. So he doesn't realize the lives that he's destroying by doing the stuff. Do you he does. think that most people are better than the worst thing that they do? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I you know, but it's it's yeah, I think that I I, I think that people are yeah. Would, but, you give, but would you give Bill Harvey Cosby another chance? No. You wouldn't go if Bill Cosby Because he had no, because he had so many chances. But if Bill Cosby did a comedy tour, would you go see it? Like it, now? Yeah. Like would I watch it like no, if, in uh, person? Yeah, if he was coming on a tour and it was like I would not watch it in if, person. Even if it was super funny. But I probably would look up a YouTube video of it. But you wouldn't go see it in person. No, even if it's gotten rave reviews, it was super funny and they were like tight, you know, the review said he's a rapist. But funny. If that was like the, <laughs> no, I would definitely not go. You know, actually, I went to see Bill Cosby like a month before all the allegations. You mean come you out. went to see him where? I saw him at like 
at, in, in, in DC. Yeah. And yeah, I was visiting. I I thought he was he was pretty funny. But oh. but he was also like old and like slower, but he was pretty funny. I also saw Louis C.K. before it all, you know, went to shit with them. Yeah, I know you uh you identify with Louis C.K. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah, he he has some Jewish in him. No, but I yeah, I I always hear you defending Louis C.K. What are you talking about? I don't the fucking defend you Louis C.K. You defend him a bunch. No, you, oh, you you're trying to paint me out to be this is a fucking lie, okay? Yeah, I I'll defend your first cousin, but not Louis C.K. Have you ever have you ever exposed yourself to anybody? Like my girlfriend. Yeah, but that's not exposing. That's not. What yeah, I, that's yeah. not. What, so, that's not what I mean. So no, no. You've I never don't. like, like, for example, um, <laughs> no. driven your uh, your Honda Accord <laughs> first cousin to <laughs> to the elementary school and no! like, jumped out of the car. No. Open your trench coat, something like that. No, I don't fucking have a trench coat, okay? And no, I would never do that. What, like, look, the, the sick fucks that get some kind of thrill out of doing that shit, like, of terrorizing or torment, like, like, yeah, that's fucking ridiculous. I punched a child molester once. Really? Yeah, when I was, like, 14. Uh, I was at the mall with, I remember this very vividly. I was at the mall with my friend, and, um... We were at White Flint Mall. There's still a mall there. Uh, we and, were, and, and you went to the bathroom and you looked in the mirror and then punched yourself <laughs> in the face, right? No, almost. <laughs> we were uh, we went up to the movie theater and asked the ticket guy at the movie theater if there was an arcade in the mall. The ticket taker said, "No, this mall doesn't have an arcade." So we walked away from the movie theater and um, this guy, I remember it very clearly. He, uh, you know who he looked like? He looked exactly like. Um, You've seen Modern Family? That's your Modern Family? Yeah. You know the, the skinny gay the skinny gay guy the, with, the, with the red the... beard? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. He looked exactly like that guy. From my memory, he had a red beard like that. He looked exactly like that guy. And that, this guy, he was probably 40, 35 maybe, came up to us and was like, oh, is there an arcade in this mall? Really? And I thought that was weird because like we had just asked the guy that, so it seemed weird and uh, he, we said, no, no arcade in the mall. We kept walking. But he kept walking next to us, and he was, like, asking us questions. Like, what do you like to do? Uh, you know, what do you do for fun? Do you have a girlfriend? So on and so forth. And then he said something like, uh, he said, he said, do you guys masturbate yet? And we were like, he said, and then he said, you know, oh, you know, you're, you're into girls, but what if, you know, Maybe maybe if there was no girls around, you could do the next best thing, something like that. And then he he like grabbed my friend's shirt and lifted it up and like ru like rubbed his belly and was what like the fuck? was like oh no hair yet oh something like that right. So I was like I punched him in the gut and we ran away. Jesus, what the fuck? How old were you? Fourteen maybe. Oh my gosh. Wow, you're you're a hero. Uh, I am. Uh, have you um, have you seen the show uh, To Catch a Predator? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I those those clips are actually pretty fucking. How do you feel wild. about that show? So they, they they like set it up and they have like some older person who looks young, like you know, talking on the phone and they and no, they're <laughs> not talking on the phone. They just they do internet chat. 
if anybody is watching this show, it's pretty funny. It's called Catch a Predator. The show works like this. They get some people to go online, pretend they're you know, a 13-year-old boy, 13-year-old girl, and they entice uh, predators to come to their house for sex. And the they obviously they log the whole chat they have on there. And um, so what will happen is uh, the, they'll get the predator to come to the house, and they'll have cameras set up all over the house, hidden cameras. They'll have a, an actress that's like, let's 13 or 14, open the door. And that person will say, oh, I'm glad you came. Um, you know, just hold on one minute. I got to like go in the other room and turn the laundry off. <laughs> it's always some or old, something like that. old man comes in. Yeah, so like... and then when she walks in the other room, uh, the reporter, his name is Chris Hampson, like jumps out from in a closet or like <laughs> or like from behind a, the kitchen table or something. He jumps out with a microphone <laughs> like... Hey, what are you doing here? And the guy's always like dumbstruck, like uh, like deer in the headlights. Uh, 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 uh. And <laughs> you get some of the funniest uh, funniest things. I, I encourage everybody to it's watch the really, show. It, it is pretty fucking funny. Uh, like one guy, he one guy actually took off all his clothes as soon as that the girl left the room. So he was standing there naked when Chris Hansen oh, jumped God. out. Another guy pretended that uh, he was sleepwalking. Like when that happened, he was like, "What? What? I was, I was just, I was just asleep in my bed. How did I get here? I must be sleepwalking again." Um, another guy said, "Like, oh, I'm, I'm here to see about buying the house, you know." And uh, if you go to season fifteen, episode thirteen, uh, you can see schmutz on that. <laughs> No, I know you're just watching the show to see all the tricks tell, that like tell us that, that are out there. No, no, you you just wanna you, you wanna know. Okay, he's he's gonna be in that closet. I have to make sure. I, 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 what did you say when you? What did you say on the show when they when Chris Hansen jumped out? <laughs> I didn't fucking say. I didn't say anything. Okay. You just said I'm not saying anything. No, I didn't. No, I didn't say that. Okay, listen. The, one of the funniest episodes I saw. What did you say? I, don't know came, what you I didn't said. say anything because I'm not a child molester. Why do I have to fucking say that out loud? Why am I on trial here? Okay, but anyway, what was really fucking funny was I remember this one guy brought like a large like you know cheese pizza over, <laughs> and when when the guy comes out of the closet, you know he he like puts his hand in the, he already knows it's you know the gig is up and he just starts eating the pizza. Yeah. And he ends up eating like almost like a fucking almost a full large pizza before the police come. He's like, let me just eat, let me just eat the pizza. Yeah, that happens. Also, uh, what would frequently happen is uh, the person would deny it. He'd say, and and what would be funny is that um, the reporter would have a a printout of you know the chat, and you'd hear some craziest things. Like one guy, I remember wrote to the girl that he wanted to he wanted to watch uh, oh it was a boy i think he was there to have sex with a 13 year old boy he said he wanted to watch the boy have uh sex with the cat and chris hansen was like chris hansen's like did you write something about a cat he's like no he's like oh and he started reading it and the other crazy thing is uh a lot of the people well not all but many of them in their chat, they would say something like, "I hope this isn't to catch a predator. I'm getting like a, a weird vibe about this. Maybe, maybe this is that TV show to catch a predator." Many of them wrote that, and they said, "Oh, maybe I shouldn't come." And uh, they they sort of somehow had this 
um, premonition or, or uh, sixth sense that it was the show. How, how did you? How, what happened to you after they? What happened to you after you were on that show? Well, I, I just remember a, a man named Dr. Stanky came through and Chris was in the closet and uh, oh boy, it was so funny when he came out and the police got a Dr. Stanky. Oh gosh. Dr. Stanky was never on that show. Yeah. I, I, he, he was a, I, had, I had a bunch of cats and Dr. Stanky was so ill-prepared. He had no idea. All right. What's on the agenda? Give us our next topic. Okay. So, Russia. What about Russia? I mean, like, they're, they're done for. They're, they're finito. Here's the thing uh, with Russia. People are, are talking about, people are always talking about in terms of winning and losing. That's always the, the, what we're talking about. Somebody's winning, somebody's losing. Um, when you talk about winning and losing, you got to understand that it really that's going to depend on as how you are going to define the goals that you're working towards. So I could define goals that would make a situation impossible for me to win, or I could find goals that would make it more likely for me to win. So um, Zelensky has painted Ukraine into a corner where it's impossible for them to win based on the way they define the define it as winning, meaning Ukraine has they themselves defined winning as taking back all of the territory uh, to a pre-2014 border. That would mean taking back Crimea, Donetsk, Luhansk, and that's never going to happen. Well, not in this war anyways. Maybe in some war and some other war, possibly, but in this war, they're never going to get Crimea back. They're never going to have Donetsk and Luhansk back. So by defining that as their level of winning, They've now painted themselves into a corner. It's impossible for them to win. And what they've also done is now they've painted themselves into a corner where it's made them where it's impossible for them to come to any negotiations because there is no negotiations. Well, no. Oh, actually, I would say that Russia has lost even more than that because Putin, Putin, like the line that he's drawn is that they have to give up like fucking everything for like and they have to they have to say they're neutral they can't have a military like i mean that th those lines there's no chance that like that putin will ever win so i, I would say putin the, the loss is is both of them both of them have defined both of them have defined winning who do you think has the harder task what russia is do has to do or or ukraine ukraine has the harder task absolutely i mean to dislodge Ru dis russia to make ukraine you know say that they're neutral? I mean... No, what I'm saying is that Russia, Ukraine has the harder task. Just because, look, Russia's also painted themselves into a corner. They've made it where it's impossible for them to... I would say that at this point, it's impossible for Russia to win. What I mean by that is that they could not lose because it's impossible for them to win because they, set, they said their goal was so lofty from the beginning. It was something that was impossible for them to get to. So there's no way they were ever going to get to the goals that they had set for themselves. The best they could do is not lose. And by not losing, I mean is that they would well, keep Luhansk, Donetsk, and Crimea. I think that I think that not taking back Crimea, the issue with that is Crimea was like the first foothold. Like Russia just kept going on from that. So, you know, like if it could be winning is is tactically always trying to get back Crimea. Like 
to make sure that Russia doesn't have that foothold that they have. But in the, we're talking about in this war. If their goal is to... So here's the deal. Look, Ukraine is... In this war, they are never going to get Ukraine back. They are never going to get Donetsk and Luhansk back. Not in this war. All they're going to do is prolong this thing 20, 30 years, and it's not going to do any good for anybody. So if they were smart, they would sue for peace. They would make an agreement with uh, Russia for Crimea. I mean, I mean, they would make an agreement, and then they would plan and start building up their army so that in 10, 15 years, then they could then attack and take it back in 10 or 15 years or when the time was right, when there was some... Uh, you know, maybe when Putin dies or something, or when there's some strife, or when there's something going on, and then when the time is right, take those areas back. But they're never going to get them back in this you think, war. You think with more time that they, that Crimea and Luhansk and Donetsk wouldn't like even be more solidified? Like, like more military members would be over there. These are the closest places to Ukraine. These are literally. I think these. Are, these this is Ukraine. I mean, th- these footholds tactically. It's a stupid thing to just let them have it. You, you know, they're not letting them have it. There's, they can't. St- they have it. They're not. Ne- they're not ever going to get them back. Not in this war. They are not going to get them back in this war. It's never going to happen. But they're now, they're st- they're starting to get land back in those places. But you're talking about you're talking about you're talking about a battle where armies give and take, and that happens in war. People give and take land. It goes back and forth. That's what happens in war. But we're saying. We're saying is they are never going to dislodge the Russians from Crimea or Luhansk or Donetsk in this war. It will not happen. You know, okay, what Russia did was they they created a wound, like a a gash in Ukraine, right? And what they would love is for that gash to fucking scab over and to start, you know, to solidify. And and Ukraine wants to keep it open because uh, tactically, when is it ever ever better to, to... to let a nation fucking keep keep on f- with footholds. It's, in a, what, in a the, country. it's so many times it's better. Uh, Putin did it. The Russia did it. They lost Crimea. They didn't fight for it at that time. Also, they, also they with, waited. They they waited until it was the right time to take it, and they waited until there was strife. Till there was. You think a revolution. That there's going to be more aid to Ukraine in ten years than now? Now it's all still fresh, so the no, rest of the world is helping. But but, it, but they're still never. They're never. They're, I'm telling you, they will never dislodge Russia from. What the if area. that's just what Zelensky saying? What if that's just what Ukraine is saying? But really, the whole idea is to make sure Russia doesn't keep moving forward. I, I like. And anyways, objectively, what, think, think if if we want to think about it like this, okay. Ukraine is stopping Russia from gaining more footholds. It's a little yeah. bit of a back and forth. That's what they should do. They should. They should. They should. They should leave it at that. They should stop them from taking more. Yeah, but don't you understand that that allowing them to have these places is moving the it's line not, back it's not, it's not for allowed. them? It, no, it's, it's a loss for them to do that. It's not. No, it's not. It's a loss for them to keep fighting. They're gonna fight for 10, 15 years, and they're still not gonna get it. That, I'm telling you, they will. Ne- in this war, they will never. In this war, never, ever, ever dislodge the Russians from those areas. It will not happen. Now, I'm not saying it will never happen. I'm saying, right, it will never happen. The only way it's going to happen is if they make a peace and they plan strategically long term. They make their plans. They make up their battle plans. They build their army. And then they wait. And they wait. And they wait. Until that particular moment comes where, you know, maybe Putin dies. Maybe uh, another region Besides, they're fed up with Russia and they secede from Russia, or something happens. There's turmoil in China, and then 
when it's the right moment, they make their move and they take it back down. Yeah, I, I understand that tactically, right? Why that that would make sense, but I'm just I'm just thinking if if Ukraine were to give uh, Russia what they want in those three places, and just to you know just to cover everything else. It, it, that wouldn't be smart. That wouldn't be smart for morale, and that wouldn't. Yeah, that would be good for Ukraine. They're gonna have great morale saying that we stopped them. We stopped the Russian army on only that. That shows that's big. Yeah, just but, like how they but, stopped. No, but, but Crimea. After Crimea, it was Luhansk and Donetsk. Just a matter but, of time. Uh, yeah, but there's, there's look. So you think it's better to keep on fighting a 15 year war? There's I think no it's better. War? The type of mindset that you have for a war can be the. You know, it can so, be it can. So you think a fifteen-year war that's still not going? They're still not going to get it back. They can they can fight this war for fifteen years. It's not going to happen. So so right now Ukraine Ukraine is on the defense defense. So so Russia whatever Russia tries to you know pound into Ukraine Ukraine will push back. And and so if if you if Ukraine Ukraine would have to just let Russia take like take it like like. You know, just to back off when they, they when there's no tactical so, advantage to back off. Yes, there is. There is. Well, you're gonna because it, it it doesn't make sense to keep fighting and fighting and fighting for something that you're never going to achieve. All it does is all it does is spend blood and treasure. That's all they're gonna do. And it's it's now you're saying, yeah. Sometimes we have to swallow pills that don't taste good. Yeah, that happens. It doesn't taste good for them. Listen, te so, telling te if Zelensky were to tell his people that, right, the 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 loss of morale would be worse than than keeping no, would not no. Something. You can you can absolutely. It's all about how you spin it. You can spin it. You can spin because it because Russia's plan isn't just to just to have those places. It is now. It is now. They, they it is now because they see that it wasn't before. But now it is because they know that they don't have the capacity. Okay, well then that's then they will then they will be winners if they if it is now they they lost on the original plan and no they, no 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 it it isn't now they what what Russia wants is for Ukraine to become neutral for for the really for the military to not to disband and not but, be capable but, of but, fighting back but, the Russians and they won't yeah, stop but, fighting. But what until they what then. they want and what is again what they want and what is. Realistic is two different things, and they want that, but they also know that that's not realistic now. They fucked that up. They fucked that up themselves. So, um, you know, and you know, it's all about how Zelensky spins it. He can spin it and say, "Look, we gave them, we had to give them. I'm doing this because I know that we weren't ever going to be able to get this back right now. I know I didn't want our people to go through like 15 years of a freaking war. You know, we're not going to forget these areas. We'll come back to them." We're gonna play the long game. I'll get them back, but I'll do things in the right time. Doing things in the right time in the right place are tantamount. If you don't do that, I I, just... I think now now and, that the, no 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 this this is what I have to say. Maybe if they weren't getting all this funding, but there's no fucking way that the funding is going to is going to increase. It's going to decrease if they don't keep fighting. It's the reason why it's so anyways. high. It's no no. It's gonna decrease anyways. Have you ever heard of a the place? United States is still no because it's right now decrease. it's still fresh. It's, it's because they're actually fighting trying right to fight now, back. Right now it's gonna decrease anyway. Something uh, fucking else will happen. China will do something. Something will fucking happen. You, there's no there's no 
loyalty. So then it's even better now to gain a, a stronger foothold. But they're not going to get that. They're going to again. They're not going to be able to dislodge the Russians. They are not. They are not. I. They are not. It's just. It's just not. Now they could. They could. You could try and say they might try and do something like I think North, North and South Korea. Say we'll just call a ceasefire. We're really still at war. We're not giving but you that Dr. territory. Sanky, I think it's the morality of Ukraine is is the reason why Russia couldn't take over. It's no, the morality it's of that, and also that Ukraine is fighting on their own turf, and they that, it, that's that's no, part of it. But the, we talked about this before. The biggest reason was <laughs> because. Putin got fucked because he did not have the army that he thought that he had. Well, that's you know, there's two if ways I, if you I, can if look I, at if it. If I had the army that Russia had on paper, no, it doesn't matter how much fucking morale Ukraine had. Doesn't matter how much of that soil was there. If I had the army that Russia had on paper, none of that matters. Just like with Taiwan, yeah, they're gonna have a lot of morale when China decides to invade. They're gonna have a lot of morale. It's gonna be their land. But if you have the army that China has, none of that matters. I think that I think that in war, at some point, at some point, there's a tipping point where the size of an army. Who do you think is closer to their tipping point, Russia or Ukraine? No, I'm saying there's a tipping point where the size of an army uh, and the amount of military hardware it makes um, it makes morale and what. Uh, Whose land it is, it makes it, uh, it makes it no difference. So, like, if the United States, if we, if we, uh, if we decided that uh, we wanted to uh, invade Grenada, so it's a Caribbean island in the in Caribbean island in the in the in the Caribbean. It's twenty miles by twenty miles, seventy thousand people there. We decided we wanted to invade and take that island. It doesn't fucking matter how much morale they have, whose land it is. There's nothing they can do. Yeah, but what about what if what about if the United States decided to invade Vietnam? If the United States tried to invade Vietnam, well, that's, that's different. I mean, yeah, it is different. Like uh, the difference is that Vietnam is big enough to defend himself, just like Ukraine is big enough. To defend themselves against Russia, well, and, the, the other, and it's only a matter of time. It, okay, Vietnam, Vietnam. Actually, in Vietnam, yeah, but they the were other able thing, to the other thing you're, you're missing is is that uh, it, that area they have is touching their border, which is a very big strategic thing. That's different than fighting a war far away. You know, if we if that if you're if you're fighting in an area that's on your border, that's much easier. And fighting a fucking war across the ocean. Yeah, sure. Uh, but it's also easier... Well, yeah, yeah, that's true. It's completely easier. And you know the terrain. You know the terrain already. You're used to the terrain. You're not fighting in some fucking jungle that you know nothing about. You're not trained for. You've never been there before. So... Yeah, but Vietnam also did... Viet, Vietnam didn't get the kind of aid that Ukraine is getting. Ukraine's not going to keep getting this aid forever. Uh, I I think that there's I think that there's old um, you know the, the the U.S. has spends like what a trillion dollars on their military and budget. We shouldn't even be giving no, any aid. Yeah, but I'm just saying there's there's all these old fucking planes and old weapons that they don't even use anymore. I think it would be e like just easy to give to Ukraine. It's it's not it's not going to go on forever. There will be something else. There, there's no loyalty. 
There's no loyalty in, in internet. Something else is going to happen. I mean, it's more important. The U.S. already is spending a lot of money to get intel on Russia to get you know to get to increase military spending so that Russia doesn't get too powerful. What if the most tactical cost saving method is to just give Ukraine this and let them fight? I mean, it's a proxy. It's just a proxy war. And and what if they're actually saving more money by doing but it? But it's not going to go on forever. I know, but what I'm saying it's is, it's not going to go on. For what, what if the, U, the United States? Let's say the United States spends a hundred billion dollars. No, no, no. The United States spends a hundred billion dollars to to maintain um, supremacy in terms in terms of a war and 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 to make sure Russia doesn't get well, out of what, control. What if they spend eighty billion dollars giving that money to Ukraine? What do you think? The, what do you think the outcome is going to be? You think that Ukraine is going to push Russia out of all of Ukraine? It's never going to happen. The outcome? I think that the outcome is you. you like you said it yourself. Putin's only has ten years. He's only got ten years left at the no, most. No, he's probably got two years left. So that could okay. Be. So he so so then the outcome is the more they get now, the 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 more footholds they get now, the more of a chance that but once here, Putin once Putin goes and the next leader, that next leader will most likely um, the people or the oligarchs will rise against that next leader, and then after all of that, they're gonna give up on Ukraine entirely because they really don't care. They won't. So after Putin, the, Rus- think- the Rus- Russians will never give back Luhansk and Donetsk and Crimea. They will not. It's against. It's against who they are. They won't. It's theirs now. And so that's what I'm saying. There is there is no outcome. At least right now in this war, there is no outcome that doesn't end with Russia controlling those areas. Now you can fight that war for two years or ten years or twenty years, and you're still going to come to the same outcome. Or you can say, be smart about it. Tell your people, listen, people, I know this is a hard pill to swallow, but this is what it is. Uh, you know, I think it doesn't make sense for us to keep spending our blood and oil and treasure and spending all this stuff just for an outcome that we're never going to reach. Instead, what we're going to do is we're going to come to some kind of ceasefire. We'll let them have it for now. We'll take all that money that we're getting, all that weapon we're getting. We're not going to forget. We're going to build up, and when it's the right time, that other shoe is going to so, drop. So, okay, so so if, if the majority of the Russians didn't want to go into war in the first place just because now that they have it, they're going to just follow through with it? Well, mo- it's mostly Russians that live there. No, it's 50%. No. Well, um, in Luhansk and Donetsk? It's not. It's 50% Russians, 50% it's Ukrainians. It's not. It's not. It's, it's absolutely not. Let me let me look this up. It's not. It's it's. On the border, it's like eighty percent Russians. Okay, what percentage of Russians live in Donetsk? It's seven seventeen point three percent. No, it's not. It's not. I'm telling you. Oh oh wait wait. It's much more than that. It's very heavily Russian, especially along the border. Also, also, I mean, the Russians living in, the Russians living in Ukraine, they don't necessarily agree with the war anyway. No, they, no, they don't. But I like there's there's a, a lot of them probably side if they are Russians living in Ukraine. A lot of them probably like have shifted towards more Ukrainian. But here's thinking. the point: the people 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 get stuck on feeling. All right, they want to say. Oh, you know, they need to be smart. 
and say, you know what, we're going to get this area's bad, but we're going to do it when it's smart. It's not smart to fight a 15-year war over it. It's not. That's not smart. Okay, so then, then what would need to happen? It, it, the the <laughs> financial collapse. The fina- The financial collapse of Russia. Yeah. Okay. So you could wait. You could say, okay, we're gonna call a ceasefire, and we're just gonna wait. We're gonna. We're gonna. We're gonna believe that eventually these sanctions will uh, will make Russia collapse financially. Eventually, when it collapses financially, that's when we move in. Or we'll say, okay, uh, Putin will die sometime, and then there will be turmoil. All right, when Putin dies, uh, then that's when we'll, and then we'll use all of the resources they're getting now. Why spend all that shit on something you're never going to get right now? It makes more sense to save all that fucking money, save all that weaponry, train, and fucking wait until you have a chance of getting what you want. Because, okay, because right now, the tone, the tone of this war is, is, Power to Ukraine, and it's actually happening. Ukraine is in a, a good position because they're fighting back, and people, I think they're getting more support because of that. Because people are turning their heads, and people are seeing how strong Ukraine is. It's like a rallying cry. But they're still, but okay, so what? So then they're just no, but get, so what do you mean? So what? So in, this, in the world of in the world of like of of countries all coming together to sanction one country and to to give the other country weapons and fucking all this stuff in that war, the politics or or how it looks is everything. And Ukraine giving up and sending a message that we don't that that them giving up is saying, okay, you don't need all these weapons if you're no, not going to use them. You don't. You're yeah. not. You don't need all this money because all you need is enough to to take care of just your. Your you portion just, you of tell, Ukraine. You tell people exactly what I said. Tell them we know that we can't win this right now, but we're gonna get it back eventually. And they, or they can keep fighting until something else happens and people forget about Ukraine. Yeah, I'm saying that they're gonna get less money and less aid. They're gonna, and that's gonna happen anyways. No, but well, I, I mean, the, the different. I guess we could debate about the difference, but that's yeah. gonna happen anyways. Somebody will, somebody else will do something. Else will happen in the world. You know, we have a short memory. Ukraine's in the top five, but in one year, when if China invades Taiwan, nobody's gonna give a shit about Ukraine anymore. Well, hope, hopefully not. I mean, no, I mean hope, that's the way it works. We know that how that's how it works. People care about something for like six months. Oh, then, one then year, that actually makes years. then that makes even more sense to keep fighting now because if people are going to just t- take away their aid. Uh, you know, when the next crisis is, the time is now. No time would be to take that aid and save it. To save it? To save it, build up, and because you're going to spend all that money on something that's impossible. You're you're saying it's smart to spend resources on something that's impossible to achieve. What I'm saying is it's retarded to spend money and spend resources on okay, something that's impossible see, to achieve. Okay, and you see you see how how much more aid you're going to get when when they start when other countries start to realize that you're just saving all the weapons and but, all the money that they're even, giving. Even it doesn't so, make sense. But even it's so, like you're asking you're at, okay Ukraine is asking for support. Right, and and they're saying what they want to do, and other countries are on that side. Once they say, okay, we're going to not do these things, the other countries are gonna like, okay, then you don't but, need this but, money. But even, but even so, it's like it's they, like well, one, they'll still get money, but two, but it's, yeah, they still, they'll still, but that still get still money, but sense. not as much. It still doesn't make sense to spend resources on something you can't achieve. You're just they're just spending it on. Uh, it, so you think it's a waste of money? I think it is a waste of money. Okay, well then, what about the money Russia's wasting? What about the money Russia's wasting by fighting back? Who Ru- do you think is wasting Ru- more money? 
I think the United States is. I, first of all, what do you think? Been, the bigger in, army or the smaller? We've been through the this. bigger or the smaller army is wasting more money. I Russia's think, wasting way more money. Mobilization. They, what are you talking about? I think that uh, first of all, I don't think we should be giving Ukraine. Anything. Also, also, who wastes more money, defense or offense? It's obviously offense. What the fuck are you talking about? Well, the, the war in Vietnam. How much money did they waste compared to fucking the United States? I don't States? think anybody has that figures, but. Here's the thing. Yeah, because it's, it's uh, ridiculously I, I say, low. And Russia was the one here, who funded but, but here, Vietnam. And and think how much fucking more well, money... Russia funded Vietnam. And I would, gave, I would they, say the United States a lot because we we fought for something that was impossible for us to get. That's where the wasting of the money is. It's, it's not impossible that Russia is going to keep Luhansk, Donetsk, and Crimea. They are going to keep it. So they're not wasting their money by putting money in to keep it. Ukrainians are... Putting their money into achieving something that's impossible. Wait, did the to United achieve. States? Did the United States have enough money to take over like the parts of Vietnam that they did? I don't know sure, sure but, they did. But public opinion, the the public decided that this is the war is not worth it. Just like how the Russian public will see right fucking. No, they won't. The I bet the Russians don't see Ukraine as a threat. Okay, the Russians, all manly, all the manly men of Russia, don't see Ukraine as a threat. They they probably know the history of Stalin and Ukraine, and that Ukraine but, but has just been shit on. Matter, it doesn't matter what they think. It does matter what they think. No, it doesn't. Why? Because they don't have a voice. It doesn't matter, what they, and nobody's going to tell you. Nobody's going to speak out. Nobody's going to. Well, say do you think the don't. oligarchs want to be uh, on cruises in Greece and and want to be you know doing the regular ol oligarch stuff? Yeah, they do. Yeah, exactly. So, so then they will they will be the ones to decide. Wait, hold on a second. My, all of my yachts have been seized. Yeah, and this fucking sucks. So I'm, I'm going. I'm, to I promise you, what they're telling Putin is is to stop going offensive. Just pull back. Put your troops in Luhansk and Donetsk and Crimea and say this is okay. So now. in two years, in two years, okay, when when the oligarch when Putin dies and the oligarchs come in. And and all the fucking military aid and the the, the Russian economy gonna... is turned to shit. The Russian economy is turned to shit. Okay, and the oligarchs take over. What what do you think they're gonna do? What do you think they're gonna do? Do you think that they're gonna try to make amends or save face, or do you think they're gonna keep keep on this fool's errand that Putin has started when none of they're them not, wanted to in the first place gonna, over they're, pride? They're not gonna give it back. They're never gonna give it back. No, Ukraine will then be able to take it. But they would be able to do that anyways. That's my point. That's my point. They don't need to fight right now. They should just tell. Go. If you, if you don't want to admit defeat, you can say it's the come up with some kind of Korea where you're saying we're still at war. We're just gonna cease fire right now. We're not giving you that, but we we uh, we admit that you hold that territory right now. We can see that you hold that territory. We're gonna cease fire right now. We're still at war. They can stay at war if they want. Like the Koreas, the two Koreas are still at war. Lebanon and Israel are still at war. Even though they haven't been fighting, so fine, stay at war. Don't yeah. concede. That, don't concede that Russia owns that territory. Concede. If this we, is, we concede uh, that you occupy that territory. Fine. And if you if you think that Russia is not going to think tactically, uh, you know, if if Ukraine starts to pull back, if you think Russia is not going to try to take more, I mean, they won't. You're, they're not going to. Well, Putin is. So right. we we have to wait for the oligarchs. Uh, no, well, Putin's doing it. Putin's trying Putin, to win. Putin, Putin, Putin's what do you think Putin because, wants? Right, he's doing that now because there's no there's no way that they can come to any agreement because both sides have painted themselves in to what winning is. And the first step would be the first step would be if Ukraine said we don't ha winning for us 
in this particular moment doesn't have to be taking back all of that territory. Then make it come. Okay, so north. Ukraine has to. So Ukraine has to make the olive branch because they're the smaller people. Because they not an olive branch. They it have, is an olive they branch. Have to, they have to change. They have to change. That, yeah. So yeah. so Russia comes in. So let me get this straight. Russia comes in, takes fucking Luhansk and Donetsk after taking Crimea, and then and, and Ukraine has the balls to fight back and to really do it, and it's getting all this funding. And you know what? And the top of everything, you know what they're gonna say? They're gonna they're gonna think tactically. They're gonna be like, okay, we're gonna give them this and wait till Putin dies. No, so yeah. that that's ridiculous. It's not. It's, that's smart. That's what's smart. And that's that's smart. That's absolutely it's opti- smart. optically very dumb. It's and 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 I think optics but, and and, mil- and military aid matter yeah, matter more I'm, than what you think. But that then then you then you're not being honest with your people. You need to be honest with your people and you need to tell them that there we could keep fighting and spending, but we're not going to get what we want right now. Let's figure out what our goals are. What you're are saying what, Russia? You, you're saying Putin. Putin is bigger. Putin, you know, and Putin won't budge an inch. So we're gonna be the ones to budge an inch. No, I'm. You saying, want the smaller person. No, I you want, want the smaller guy to, to budge, and that's that's no, not. No, I want. I want them to play chess. I want them to. I want you know, what would make more sense. It would make more sense for Russia. That that would be the smarter thing for Russia to to back off and to to. to, uh, to Russia could lines. Russia could do the same thing. Russia could say, "Okay, Ukraine, uh, just you know, uh, you admit that we occupy this land." And uh, we're gonna call a hard border, and we'll stop fighting. Sure, that'd be that'll be a good move for Russia, because there's Russia shouldn't be. Russia also is being retarded because they're not gonna get any more. They're you're not gonna asking, get any more. You're asking or, for one side to admit defeat, to no, admit not, a loss, not defeat. Okay, well, I'm well. What you were saying before, what the the parameters of the war have changed, and now Ukraine is saying we need to have Donetsk and Luhansk. And, and Russia is saying we need Donetsk, Luhansk, and for Ukraine to be neutral. And so now your solution your solution is for Ukraine to lose. Not lose. That's what the... It's not lose. It's not lose. They, it is lose nobody, because nobody, now... Nobody would say it was a loss. These are the new p- parameters. No, it's not, nobody would say it was a loss. You're just, they, you were just saying that it's a win. You were just saying that it is a loss. No, I'm not saying it's a loss. Because this is what Ukraine wants now, to have they need to, they need, they, they need to Well, they need to change. They need to change. They need to redefine what they see as their goal, what they see as realistically getting that goal, what they see as yeah. how and what I have to say is that goal. change and, and even admitting the change and even trying to reason with your people about the change is is weakness. It's not. And weakness in war is fucking stupid. That's retarded. No, weakness in war is retarded. No, the, what you're saying is the dumbest thing ever. Understanding the facts and understanding what's realistic and what's not and then trying to figure out how to get to that goal instead of just figuring out how I can fight right now. You thinking in line, and whenever you want to, you need to think, how do I get to that goal? What is their goal? If their goal is to get back Luhansk and Donetsk, it's not going to happen right now. But think about how can it happen? When can it happen? How can I make that happen? What's the best way for me to get there? What's the best thing for my people? I think that I think that yeah, like if they if they wait for a more tactical time to to do it, yeah, that that might be that might be smarter in some ways. But I think and in, they can get back to rebuilding. And they can get back to these other things, and they can get back to these other things, and and, and But the the reality is, Putin's not going to stop until Ukraine is neutral. Putin's going to see anything le- else as a loss. No, Putin, Putin, Putin will, Putin will. His uh, demands, uh, you know. Uh, Putin will come if they. Putin would come to the table if they came now. And the other thing is, so fucking what? And so what? And if Putin says, what? What? All of a sudden, everybody's so honest. Tell the motherfucker. Oh, we'll be neutral. 
So fucking what? Say it. Who cares? Lie to the motherfucker. I mean, okay, so we should we should protect uh, Russia's false sense of pride, but like no, Ukraine, what? Like, like it's like ridiculous. And your blueprint for a small nation trying to rise up against a bigger nation is fucking is is doomsday. Okay, this is what's gonna this is what's gonna cause World War Three by by the big defeating the weak. I, I, it's well, it's one, ridiculous. The, it's one, not the you, right way to think they, they about. Need to, they need to frame it as we won. They did. They frame it as we won. Look what we. You did. know what? You know we what? It would them. have to be delusional. It would have to. Be, someone would have to be delusional to see all that's going on to do what you're saying and to feel happy. Uh, you know, content. And, and and want to keep fighting in this war. If they if they want to just back off, they might as well just say that they're neutral and just say fuck it. Let Russia let, let Russia do whatever the fuck they want. Like I would say, I would say that I would say that people need to figure out what's the smart thing to do, what's the best thing to do, what's the most tactical thing to do to reach our goals, and forget about pride and emotion, and be smart for what's good for your people, and don't get caught up on emotion and pride. And do, and that's the way you get what you want. Yeah, and and I think that for for uh, this is something you'll agree with me on for pe- for people as prideful as Russians, right? For them to see that that kind of weakness, they won't see it as oh they're making a tactical. It makes sense. No, they're gonna see it as fucking weakness. They're gonna think that Ukraine is are, are pussies, no, and they're won't. gonna yes, no, they won't. Because yes, they have one thing, if and I, they're if going any, to they're gonna seize. Anything, they're they will seize on it and do what. They'll keep. They'll try to. Their goal is to make Ukraine neutral. It's not. That, that, yeah. So they're gonna. They're gonna keep expanding. They won't. They won't. Not. If, I promise you. If they. If. They, if. If. If either side. Well, was they, they're willing, sending come, missiles. They're sending missiles to Kiev. Yeah, because both sides have stuck in a, 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 in a in a perception that don't let them talk to each other. That's the point. Both of them have this idea that neither of them can win. Neither of them can fucking win. By the parameters, there's no way that either side can ever win. Russia can never win, based on the way they've defined it. Ukraine can never win. So all that fucking means is they're going to fight for 15 years, and nobody's going to win. And it's just going to be for no fucking reason. That's my point. Both, one, one side or the other needs to def- redefine what it is to win. And once that happens, then they can come and to I'm the table. Say, I'm saying, thinking about it philosophically... The smaller country that is is the David going up against the Goliath, it, it, like the smaller country is like yeah sure David is small. Your microphone's messed up. The, 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 the smaller country thinking of that way is is fucking really stupid because it's not yes because it's it's always going to be the same. The bigger country will always win. But, this is a blueprint for a smaller country to rise above a bigger the, one. The, the other way, it's not because Russia's not going to invade again because they don't have the army. Okay, what percentage of Russians do you think wanted to start to, to, to you know to get in this war in the first place? That's impossible to know. Yeah, there's impossible to know. But what from from any Russian from anybody w- did you hear other than Putin uh, of attacking Ukraine that they had any issues yeah. before? Uh, yeah, you do hear that. I mean, like, sure, you you might hear it. Like, you hear you hear some Americans talk about. Uh, you know the Mexican, like you know the Mexican border. But look, it's about being smart. But they're not going to go invade Mexico. Here's, here's, I'll give you an example. Uh, the when the Taliban came to, uh, to, um, take over uh, Afghanistan last, that government, they just left. They said we're not going to fight back, which was disheartening for a lot of people. How weak. 
What's slime balls? They just left. They said, we're just not, we're just going to let them have it. Well, that to me showed strength. A lot of strength because it's, it's very easy. Saying we're going to fight and keep fighting is very, very easy to do. It's the popular thing. It's the easy thing to do. Not the right thing to do. It's the easy thing to do. How much harder is it to say this other thing makes more sense for our people? It's not popular. It's hard to say, I'm just going to give the Taliban letter. But why did he do that? Because he knew if they fought, it would be a bloodbath. And they were going to lose anyways. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I guess in that case. The weak, in that case. It is weakness. It's weakness. Zelensky. It's weakness to do what Zelensky is doing. He's not strong but enough. I, I, I understand your point. But in the, you can't even compare the two. Because in this case, they were definitely going to lose. But in Ukraine's case, they're not going to lose. No. In Ukraine's case, they are they won't never themselves. Well, lose. no. In Ukraine's case, they are never going to get Luhansk. I know they're never back. going to win. They're never. But they're never going but, but, to lose. But they are going to lose because they their their idea of winning is that they need to get Crimea, Luhansk, and Donetsk. Yeah, and Russia's never going to win but, because their idea of winning but, is but, to hold but, on to Luhansk right. and Donetsk. But, but so. But if, do you if, see if how the Taliban? If, if you're fighting for something that you can't achieve, it's it is impossible. They are never. I'm and I'm saying never, never in this war will they. They can fight for 50 years. They're never going to get those areas back. Not in this war. Something has to change. So they're going to keep. It's real easy to keep fighting. Say, oh, let's do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, whoa. Ukraine, Ukraine. That's easy. That's the sign of a weak man. A real leader is going to do the hard thing. He's not going to worry about his people. He's not going to worry that they're going to say, I'm a weakling. I'm a loser. I betrayed my country. He's going to do what he knows is right for his people. And that's the, that's the strength. That's what's Okay, well, if the people, if what the people want, if what the people want is to is to get Luhansk and Donetsk, which is the case, don't you think the people have a right to keep no. fighting on? No, if you have a bunch of petulant children. So and, then, okay, then the, leader, bunch... then the leader will, will, the leader will be taken out of office for going against the grain. Because that's that. Do you think that's okay? Then do that, you think? Do you think if Zelensky starts saying, "Okay, we're going to give them Luhansk and Donetsk no, and the military, and everybody fights against Zelensky and takes him out of the office, no, and I, someone else comes," it's all about how worse? he frames it. It's all about how you frame it. It's all about how you. It's all about how you how you explain. This we're going to stop fighting in these places. No, you're gonna you're gonna. How say, would you frame? He's it? gonna say. He's gonna say. Listen, people. It's not feasible. That we're going to kick out the Russians from these areas. Not right now. In this war, it's not feasible. It's not possible. So, my suggestion is that we recognize that they are an occupying force. We come to a ceasefire. And people, I promise you, I'm not forgetting. When it's the right time, we will take it back. Right now, it's not the right time. Because... That's a goal that's impossible to reach. Only petulant, idiotic children keep doing something that's impossible to reach. And it's it's the leader's position and point. What makes a good leader is being able to tell the idiotic children. So okay, to, to explain to them, I know you want that thing that's on the top shelf, but it's impossible that you're going to get that right now because. For whatever is impossible, put it aside. Yeah. So you're assuming that we want. Okay. So Ukraine, like Ukraine says, we want our borders. We don't. We Russia. Our, their borders are going to be smaller, right? 
and and losing that tactical advantage is is better because you're, we're going to assume that Putin's going to stop there and not you not Putin. use that along with Putin would Putin would stop there if he came he would because Putin needs a way out and then Putin would sell and Putin would sell this to his people in a way yeah he would take that no out. Pu- no he, he would take, so you he, think Putin's just posturing when he's saying all the rest of his I think that, I think that both of them have painted themselves into a way that there's no way for them to approach the other person that's what has happened and that's dangerous it's going to keep going unnecessarily it's, it's gonna it's so that's what I think and. Zelensky needs to be smarter than Putin and think about what the real goal is, how he's going to reach that goal, what's the best way to do it, what's the worst way to do it, what's a way that he'll never get it. And explain that shit to his people because that's what a real leader does. If you have a if you have a two-foot child that's crying and crying and crying and crying and crying because he wants that shit on the top shelf, what if, you're okay. going to explain to that kid, listen, kid, you can't get that right now. That's fucking impossible. So what I want, what we're gonna do is, we're not gonna forget about it. We're gonna remember. I'm gonna get that shit on the top shelf. That is gonna be mine. But I'm gonna realize it's impossible for me to get right now, and I'm gonna go do other things to make sure when there's the opportunity, and I have the opportunity where it's possible for me to get that I will be ready to take it. Okay, so. I have another question. Do you think in the next 20, 25 years, which nation is, is going to continue to be bigger, Russia or Ukraine? Which nation is going to kind of continue to be bigger? Yeah. Like, do you think do you think Ukraine will become like a superpower in that time, or do you think that they're gonna they're gonna stagnate and Russia is gonna keep getting like you know bigger? I think Russia is gonna get weaker. Okay, so okay, so you think Russia is gonna get weaker over time? Okay, then I I guess. If you want to wait 20, 25 years and let things, I mean, that's set. how long that's how long Russia waited to take Crimea back. Russia didn't just try to take Crimea. All right, when it get, do you think that Russia would have taken Crimea if not for Putin? No, I think that Russia always had plans to take Crimea back from when. It so got the there. the way that the politics of Russia, Ru- Russia the, was, the way that Russia's politics, it allows a dictator to come in and do whatever the fuck they want. So if Putin can do it, that means another dictator can do it, and maybe even more. I, it's it's hard to imagine that the next leader of Russia won't be just as bad or worse than Putin. Well, I don't know why you're saying that. that. That's you have no basis to say that. Somebody might be smarter. Somebody might real. Well, look, but, let's look at the past leaders of fucking Russia. Fucking Peter the Great, Stalin. I mean, like these are the like. Let's what do look you at mean? the last great the leaders of of uh, of the United States: Trump, George. That's stupid. What you're saying doesn't make that's, any sense. It's completely different because in terms of power and fucking dictatorship power. I mean, are you kidding me? Like, you, you think Trump you, 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 has a, as much power in his country as Putin but, has but, but, in his? But, but you're saying that's ridiculous. Make any sense. Do you think? Do you think? Okay. Do you think that? Um, Fucking Roosevelt had had as much power as Stalin. What you're saying doesn't make any sense. The way that the the, the, great the way that the politics of the United States is set up, that there can't be a dictator because there's four years. Putin has an infinite infinite amount of years. The, the, the last time, actually, but that since, doesn't, but that doesn't mean since gonna, the Constitution that started. Mean, that doesn't mean it's going to be the same the next time. And it, again, it's still what I'm saying. I'm saying that, the politics. What I'm in saying Russia is, is compromised. if you keep trying to do something that's impossible you're either uh your ego's gotten in the way your pride's gotten in the way your emotions gotten in the way and you can't see clearly 
And that's what's happened in Ukraine. What they're what they've defined as win is impossible for them. With that mindset that you're having, you you probably would think, oh, they should have just they should have just straight out said we're not going to sign with NATO. That, that that even starting even not capitulating in the beginning was the worst. It's yeah, the same they, mindset. Well, yeah, they should have because if they were smart, they if they were smart, they would have known that. First of all, NATO was never yeah, exactly, and that's NATO, the same NATO was never yeah. going to let them into NATO anyways. It's the same mindset but, that but this, NATO, this country's bigger, it's no, more no, but stronger, it's, it's more but, powerful, but and we're just not we're just going to capitulate early. No, that's and the not what earlier they capitulate, no. the better. That's no. that mindset. No, it's it's capitulation on things that are never going to happen. If I know some NATO was never going to admit Ukraine, never. They were never going to do that. Which is why I don't understand why NATO just didn't say we're we're just not because they and read anybody everybody can tell you NATO was never ever ever going to let Ukraine in. They didn't even they weren't even talking right, then about. Then Russia it. should have definitely not fucking right. Right. Started but all this so shit. if you're saying if somebody comes to me and says I'm gonna beat the shit out of you unless you uh, capitulate to give me to, to if he says uh, I'm uh, I'm gonna beat you up unless you uh you know you agreed and ever amassed 100 million tons of gold. You know what I'm going to say to him? Uh, you know what, guy? Okay, I, I agree. I'll never amass 100 million tons of gold. Because I was never going to fucking do it in the first place. So it means nothing to me. Okay, well, the his, okay, the history of dictators, right? And is, yes. Do they you, normally do they normally stop after their one feat of conquest that they want to do? Like it's like you're asking Ukraine to just take Putin's word for it that that's as, that's that's all they want. Like I mean like yeah, like Taiwan should just take China's word for it. Like, I like Taiwan Ta and China. They're just waiting for the right minute to take Taiwan, and there is nothing anybody can do to stop it. China will take Taiwan when they decide they want to take. Yeah, Taiwan. and the big okay. So the big it's like there's no nothing. there's, there's no nothing. point there's no point to even fight. There was no point in the beginning to fight because Ukraine was so much smaller and no, Russia and, was so and, much and bigger I'll tell and you. there was no there was yeah. no way so they're just wasting time they're no, wasting they're, time they're I'm wasting time yeah. there's no reason I'll tell you the the real the, and, and the real leader the real strong leader the one who's real got real strength would have done exactly that he would have said and he would have been a real strength even though he would have been hated and he would have been denigrated and he would have gone down in history as a pussy he would have done what was right because he's gonna have the same outcome anyways. The real strong leader, the real strength, okay, would have so been for Zelensky to say, "Okay, Russia, fine, you can have Donetsk and Luhansk." And he would have avoided. He would have avoided most of this catastrophe. Would you say fear is a is a major driver for Ukraine, Ukraine's response? I mean, because it is right. So, so you would need a leader to convince his fearful people that this is tactically the better decision. And in doing that, in convincing his people, he will be, in essence, taking their morale, like taking their morale away from them. Because he needs to tell his that's people, the real listen, he, that's no, the, no, no, that's he needs strength. to tell his people how weak they are no, and that they won't not, be able to stop this impossible force. No, he needs to tell them that this is what the outcome is going to be. That's shooting way. himself it's in the not, leg. That's, that's shooting real, his that's people in the leg. That is real strength. The truth is that the truth is that Russia is in because of the, the amount of their money, the, the, tactically and everything. They are in a better position oh, to win the uh, war. Um, we have to cut this uh, this episode off. We hope everyone enjoyed. This uh, battery is about to die on this computer. We have about one minute left. So everybody, I hope you enjoyed it. Um, 
Say, say goodbye, Smuts. Bye-bye-bye, everybody. Bye.